The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. You're about to get schooled on how to be inboxed. You've got, you've got, you've got, you've got mail. Our hosts will show you how to deliver on email marketing strategies without going postal. Welcome the hosts of Inboxed, the click father of email, Kevin DiVincenzi, and the original Fab Fondy, Fab Fondy J, John Fondy. Hey, and once again, welcome to another edition of Inboxed Radio. Of course, where else would it come from? Well, it comes from InboxRadio.com. If you're just joining the show for the first time, I'm the big Fabu. I am John Fondy, and I'll be kind of holding the reins here as we kind of work through this. I want to thank Brasco, of course, who's twisting the dials for us in the WebmasterRadio.fm studio, which is the place you want to be if you want to get involved in the show. There's a chat room there, and you can uh, ask us your, uh, your real-time questions. We'll answer those real-time questions on the air with our specialty guests as as well as uh, we'll pitch those uh, questions to the Click Father, Kevin D. Hensley, and also special guest we have on the show, of course, is the Doctor of Delivery. That is Adam Young, and the Doctor is joining us from far away. Doctor, welcome to the waiting room. Thanks, Doc. Always a pleasure to be here, even so early in the morning. Yeah, it is a little bit of a different time over there. What time is it for you over there compared to here? Uh, it is 5 o'clock in the morning. Five o'clock in the morning. Now, let me ask you, Doctor, are you making house calls or are you actually going back to bed? Uh, after I get done with the show, I think I might go hit the breakfast buffet uh, and then go back to bed. Snatch, snatch. So exactly where are you uh, in, uh, in your tour of the, of the uh, Orient? Uh, I am in Shanghai, the largest city in China. It's, uh, it's an amazing place and it just reinforces the fact that anything is possible, John. Oh, it is true. Now, did you go there free will or did you <clears throat> get Shanghai? I'd have to say that it's, it's free will, John. All right. Well, hey, free willy. Um, anyway, hey, we've got a lot to do on our show here today. Uh, so we've got, um, we'll talk with Doctor a little bit more about some, some, some email opportunities that are available, some things he's come up with. We'll also go to Kevin's Corner where we'll be talking with the Click Father. He's going to discuss some recent additions to, uh, to Spam House and some industry changes that really could be challenging for some mailers out there. Also, really excited to have Mark Phillips. Uh, he is the CEO and founder of Search Forecast, and he's going to start a three-part series uh, that evolves in and around the content revenue strategies event that's going to be taking place at AdTech in New York City um, here on uh, November 5th. We're also going to have our inbox reporters. We'll do some inter inter uh, interview some of the members of the CRS team live on the floor at AdTech on next Wednesday's show. And uh, also, we'll do a little post-conference wrap-up. And really thrilled to also have Frank Burgoyne uh, with us here. He's going to give us a little more chatter on the FTC ruling on, on what's going on with floggers and the outcome of what's taking place with that FTC ruling that has come down. And we'll talk a little bit more about the no-bull party uh, that's going to be taking place at AdTech. You want to, I don't care, I uh, really know that that a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about on the show really is going to be all that important. What really will be important is the address and the way that you can get involved in the No Bull 3 party um, at uh, Johnny Utah's in Midtown Manhattan, and that comes up next Tuesday as the unofficial pre-party for, um, for the Ad Tech show. So that's basically you know where we're going to be at. And then um, what I'm going to do is basically um, ask you, Brasco, to just let me know when we guys we have guys standing by, or we got guys that are calling in, and then we'll we'll go ahead and pick those guys up uh, when we have a chance. But anyway, um, I want to go ahead and go now back to the doctor and. Doctor, um, you've been doing some serious operating while you've been in the Orient, and you've uncovered really, uh, uh, and re you removed a lot of cancer from the industry. And so, I want to turn the floor over to you a little bit and kind of tell us what uh, what your diagnosis has been over this last week, and maybe some tips for the people that are listening in. Well, John, it's come to my attention that uh, a lot of people are not testing their campaigns, and I get a lot of questions from users emailed into. Uh, my box that are that are really simple and, and pretty self-explanatory and I, I guess it's time for me to reiterate the obvious um, testing your campaigns is probably the most important thing you can do 
Because if you test properly, you can see two, three, four, five hundred percent ROI boosts. And that can make or break your business right there. And so I was reading an article recently uh, about how email marketers are not testing their campaigns. And uh, a survey was done. And among the respondents uh, who didn't test, 33% said it's because they don't know how. And to me, that's ridiculous. How do you not know how to test your campaigns? It's pretty simple. People are going to respond to everything you do differently. They're going to respond to different subject lines. They're going to respond to different call to action, different creative designs, different ad copies, different offers. They're going to respond differently at different times of the day. So what you guys need to do is you need to come up with an action plan to test all of your campaigns thoroughly. Break down your lists into small drops, 5,000 or 10,000 segments depending on the list size, and test different subject lines, creatives, calls to actions, ad copies, offers, and times of day to each and every block. Now, if you don't have software that does this automatically, it's just going to require a little bit of extra work. Create 10 or 20 different campaigns with your different options in it, Find the one that gets the most clicks and the most opens and the most conversions. Track them all separately. And if split test 13 works best, drop split test 13 to your entire list. And you're going to see huge ROI gains. Okay, very good. I like that. I like that good information. And I hope everybody was taking, taking some notes. Uh, and thank you. And we'll get back to you in just a second here, Doctor. But I want to uh, welcome uh, to the phone. And you might want to put that IM chat back up again for me, uh, if you will, Brasco, if you get everybody into that, uh, into that chat room. But it gives me great pleasure to now welcome from the law firm of Cronenberger and Burgoyne, LLP. They're in San Francisco. Uh, great pleasure to have on the show, Hank Burgoyne. Hank, nice to have you with us here today. Hey, thank you, John. It's nice to uh, it's nice to be back. It's always a pleasure, and I really look forward to hanging with you a little bit at the No Bull Party. You and I are going to get get down and uh, and really kind of roll around and talk some business there at the No Bull Party. I'm sure. Yes, sir. We are uh, the exact nature of that business. I I think is uh, is yet to be <laughs> disclosed. <laughs> it's going to be business. Looking forward to it. <laughs> anyway, um. um what I wanted to ask you is just go ahead and touch base here just a little bit in the beginning of the show because I want to get to Sean Collins who's going to be with us here today. And I want you to kind of tell me a little bit about what your take is on the, um, uh, the, uh, the recent FTC ruling that has come down involving uh, you know, fake blogs and floggers. Sure. You know, well, John, what we're, we're talking about here are the guidelines that govern, as the FTC describes them, endorsements and testimonials. There were uh, some published guidelines previously. The final guidelines on the subject were published earlier this month. And, you know, so folks generally understand these speak to, uh, as, you know, as is important to our business, the use on blogs and other websites of uh, expert endorsements of prod- products, uh, customer testimonials. And so forth. And I, you know, they're somewhat voluminous, the guidelines, but I think there are just a very few things that folks need to focus on in terms of what they mean. Um, the first one is that folks who are endorsing a product, if they have a connection with the folks making or selling the product, be it a personal connection or a financial one, including if they've gotten a sample, they have to disclose that connection. Uh, the second thing is that. Folks who publish particular consumer claims about the effectiveness of a product, and this, I think, is the most important one, John. Maybe we should focus on this. If you say that someone had a particular result with a product, in particular, say, a health-type product, you have to state, if that's not a typical result from a consumer using the product, you have to say that and, in fact, now have to go as far as to actually disclosing what a typical consumer result would be. Does that, I mean, this is a very high standard, if you see what I'm saying. As an example, I was reading a a blog. Someone said, you know, if you have, like, an exercise DVD, now you can't just say this particular person using this DVD lost 10 pounds. Uh, True as that may be, you know, you have to give some indication of what the average consumer is going to lose using this DVD, and that probably includes people who use it as a coaster. It's a very high standard for folks to meet. Well, great. I really appreciate that. Hank, if you can hang on a little bit, we're going to cover some topics here at the end uh, in Kevin's Corner, and I want your legal opinion on that. Would you be able to stick around for a little bit? 
Yeah, absolutely. But keep an eye on that one, folks. On those on those on those flog rules. That's the thing that's going to get you. Yeah, we'll and we'll, we'll kind of cover that uh, cover that a little bit as well. Kind of really feel like we uh, we now as we go to the sort of the celebrity segment and this next uh, gentleman we're going to have on our show really is a celebrity in our industry. Not only because of all of the great things that he does on a daily basis in the industry, but he's also very successful in the industry as well. And so, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to our show Sean Collins. Sean, nice to have you with us today. Thanks a lot for having me. Well, you know, the, the great thing about it is, is you know, you kind of hit this industry from both sides, and, uh, and we all really look up to what you do. You're great as far as the insight goes, but uh, one of the things that we find really so exciting is every year you, uh, you uh, take your band of gypsies and, and aficionados, and you, hit, uh, you hit, the, hit the roads, and you're going to end up here in Las Vegas here shortly. Let's talk about the success that you've had of Affiliate Summit here in Las Vegas. Yeah, that'll be our 14th show. We're going to be there January 17th to the 19th at the Rio in Vegas. And uh, it's, we're expecting it to be a crowd of uh, about 4,000, which will be our biggest one to date. Well, and then uh, let, tell us a little bit about, uh, about you know, the, um, the companies that are going to be uh, exhibiting there. Um, you know, how, how's the show going? Where are you at in terms of sales and all that? Um, we have a... It's a three-day show, and the, it's a Sunday to Tuesday. And on the Sunday, we have a thing called the Affiliate Meat Market, where it's a series of tables where it's sort of a mix between an exhibit hall and a job fair, sort of scaled down for people that don't have a booth. And it ended up being a thing where a lot of people with booths start getting tables, too. And so we have that on the Sunday, and then the Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday, we have a regular type of exhibit hall. And as of last week, all of our tables and booths are completely sold out. Well, that that is that is phenomenal. Of course, that gives you a chance to breathe a little bit easy. But you know, part there's a part of the reason for that. Not only is this a great show in terms of getting business done, but this really this show in Las Vegas is really one of the one of the most fun shows of, of all the different shows we go to every year. Yeah, we we try to make it. I guess part of our perspective is just to like I personally I get a little bit bored at some conferences, so I we try to make it more interesting and interactive and and something that's maybe a a conference for people that hate conferences just make it more participatory and, and just more fun. Yeah, and I think you know, as as we as we talk a little bit about that, it's really a great place to uh, to 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 sort of show up. Now, Hank, let me ask you a question: Is this uh, is the affiliate something uh, something, Hank, that 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 you could find yourself coming to uh, as well? And if so, what would you try to accomplish? Sure. You know, we we tend to go to, to a couple of the larger shows and for us it's a it's mostly an opportunity just to, to see folks that we work with. And you know, so much of what we do is almost everything these days, you know, is over the uh, uh the phone and the web and, and so it's it's our one opportunity to, to sit down with, with the folks we work with and, and just talk to them about the the larger picture of their businesses and to to, to try to spot some of the issues that are coming down the pike as opposed to what we do day to day, which is, I think, you know, ends up being somewhat more reactive. Well, it's true. There's a little bit there for everybody. And uh, any of the advantages, why would you recommend that affiliates uh, come to this show, Sean? I guess the, you can't really replace the face-to-face interaction. I think it's a great environment to just make the deals happen by meeting up with the networks as well as the individual merchants, depending on if you're focused on retail or CPA, and then also for the folks that want to go there and just learn about the latest trends and what's going on, we just have dozens of sessions on everything from the latest in social media to legal issues with the FTC being represented, and, and then just different things for affiliate managers, for affiliates, just really a wide gamut, not just focused solely on affiliate marketing, but anything that really impacts people in internet marketing, so it touches on social and search and email and legal and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and the one thing about it, we really do have a good time when we take care of business. We get a lot of business done, and you know, XY7 uh, tends to have a little something new to roll out <laughs> out of the bag as well, too. So we're certainly going to make our contribution as well, Sean. 
Yeah, I think that uh, again, that's such a such a great uh, great opportunity for people to get together in several different venues. So there's always something there for everybody, and then we can break it down and have a little fun as we normally do. We're going to break for uh, a short pause here, Sean. If you could stick around with us here just a little bit, I want to talk about a recent article that you wrote for Website Magazine. I found it not only very easy to read, but also some really insightful stuff in there. So, Sean, if you can stick around, we're going to uh, take a short break here, and when we come back, we'll talk more with Sean Collins. We'll also talk with Mark Phillips about the content revenue strategies event that's going to take place at AdTech next week in New York City. So this is the Big Fat Boo. We're about a third of the way through the show. We'll be right back right after these very short messages, and we want you to keep that inbox open because we'll be right back. Time to flood some more inboxes. Inbox will return after this. It's if yes, you'll pay me. No if, as, or maybe. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the click in the cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Becomes a state of the art tracking. Where did it start? You can do it a couple ways. It's six six X Y seven page. It's toll free. Tell me what you waiting on. So log on to X Y seven Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at Bruce Clay Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. Pixelsilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey, and welcome back to the Palatial Studios here at InboxRadio.com. I'm John Fondy, sitting here inside the green room in Las Vegas, Nevada, and... uh, uh, standing by on the phone right now is Sean Collins, and uh, we just talked about the affiliate summit that's taking place here in Las Vegas, January 17th to the 19th. I'll go ahead and switch it over to the doctor. Doctor, we've got Sean, uh, Sean Collins on the line here, and I'm pretty excited to have him on the show. Yeah, it's great to have him on the show, and I, I think it's re- really, uh, really a great convention that he puts on, and if affiliates aren't making it out there, they're leaving revenue on the table, John. Well, that is so true. Um, Sean, uh, you know, one of our industry, one of the industry Bibles that we basically have is Website Magazine. And uh, not only was is there insightful articles in this last uh, issue that came out, but even the, the, uh, the editors took some time to write some articles about, about the, about, you know, e-commerce and, uh, and email marketing and so on and so forth. And they took the time to go ahead and include you in there. Um, and so let's talk a little bit about uh, about that article. Do you even have time to write stuff like this? Yeah, well, I, I blogged. I think I'm on the streak for about five years now, where I've blogged every day without missing it, seven days a week. So I'm sort of a serial writer, and I I like the vanity of getting my name in print. Mm-hmm. So I can't help yeah, that. Uh, yeah, it, uh, in this particular article that you did, which is the state of affiliate marketing industry in 2009, um, 
you know, you, you basically wrote this and, and talked a little bit about some things that were in there, but you also um, have, uh, you, you pay homage to the, the Affiliate Summit AFSAT report. How did you come up with that and what, what, what's the reason for, for putting that report together? Yeah, I started this report, I guess, about six or so years ago, and basically the reason for it was that the space was really being ignored by Forrester and all these other people that were doing the stat reports, so I figured, let me jump in there and start collecting some data and tap into my contacts, because there's nobody really talking about the numbers in our space, and people want these numbers, so I just went out there and just started collecting data and just started putting out this report each year. And it's, it's amazing because even still, every once in a while, I started making this report years ago because the, I wasn't really seeing anybody else like Forrester do these sorts of reports on affiliate marketing. And so I, and they, even to date, they still aren't really doing it. So I, I just keep putting them out because I really feel like this data needs to be shared. People have to have some kind of guidance to, as affiliates and as affiliate marketers in general, merchants and networks, just to operate their businesses. Where do you think this, the state of uh, email marketing is going now? We've had a couple of discussions. We've had some uh, social marketing experts that are on who, who are really touting uh, the convenience and the excitement of that. Let's go ahead and get your two cents on, on, the, on the two animals themselves. So just uh, like the future of email and social or what? Yeah, that's, that's correct. Um, I guess I... I feel like, the, at least for me, as an affiliate manager, I, which I stopped about a year and a half ago, I was seeing less and less people doing email for the, the retail programs that I was running ever since Can Spam came to be, and people were just so wary to play around with it. But it seems like there, I saw recently there was a, an update to Unsubcentral, I guess Subcentral 3.0. So there are a lot of good tools now to work it out. And I guess when, it first, when Can Spam first came out, people were sort of freaked out about sharing their lists. So I, the sort of vibe that I get from the affiliates is that they're feel more comfortable getting back into it now, but it's but there was sort of a, a frost to it for a lot of the retail affiliates for quite some time. Yeah, I think that uh, I guess the yin and the yang of the whole thing that we're basically coming up with is that you know social marketing is is there's a great opportunity to to maybe put it in the context of you can really reach out and touch somebody, but with with email marketing you really can reach out and massage somebody. So the the messages inherently are a little bit different. So I think there's space for 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 both both of the arenas for quite some time to come. Yeah, and social it seems like it's being a lot more embraced now with with a lot of the affiliate networks just a few days ago, LinkShare announced they have a new tool where people can tweet right from their interface for a different, they can just create the, a tweet on a product or service and have the affiliate link go right in there. And they call it Tweet Shop. And then I guess like Isaiah has their uh, couple different products with sponsored tweets and different things. Yeah. yeah. Your, uh, your input, uh, Doctor, and, and any questions that you might have for Sean Collins, but we still have him on the line here. <clears throat> well, I, I don't think email marketing is going anywhere, John. And uh, it's been a growth industry ever since it started, and I, I think it's a powerhouse. There is regulation involved, but the regulations already happened. We know the rules, and we can keep pushing forward. Yep. And and any comments? Uh, any any questions for Mr. Collins? No, not not particularly. I, I think he's. Uh, I think he's uh, doing a great job with the shows, and I'd like to thank him for, for putting on a show for the, for the affiliates. Yeah, me too. And I, I think that's the one thing. Do you, do you get very much uh, affiliate feedback, Sean, after you finish one of the shows? Um, I, you know, I guess we, well, we actively solicit the feedback, so we, we get a lot of feedback just on the nature of the industry as well as just the show itself. And so we, it's sort of nice to hear at the affiliates what they're pain points are and different things like that. And so the, I guess the one big frustration with them is just that they sometimes they have a hard time, especially the newer affiliates, in making the, if they're doing PPC and different things, even breaking even, uh, no less making a profit. And, uh, and a lot of affiliates were sort of excited about one point that I had in the, in the website magazine article that actually 57% of affiliates who asked for increased commissions got them from affiliate programs. So I think uh, it seems to be sort of a secret that a lot of affiliates don't know about, that if they, there's a good chance they'll get an increase in their commission if they ask for it. Yeah, I think that just uh, that's 
been kind of passed down to us uh, from the years. If you don't ask for something, you won't get it. But it really says a lot. I mean, we hear about, you know, the tragedy and the economic recession and the gloom and the doom and all this stuff. I mean, your entire show is sold out in the entertainment capital of the world. That's got to show us that this industry is really coming along strong. And a lot of kudos out to the people that have held it all together. It's nice to see uh, that that there still is this much interest because if people, people aren't doing well, they're not going to be traveling to a show like this. So I, I think that's a positive thumbs up for your show coming up here. Tell us more about it, uh, when it is and where it is uh, coming up here in January. Yeah, so it's going to be January 17th and 19th at the Rio Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. And so it's a three-day show. We have two keynotes. We have author Robert Cialdini, which is um, sort of the, the most well-known social psychologist. And I definitely recommend his books if you're not familiar with him. He has one called Yes, 50 Scientifically Proven Ways to Be Persuasive. And also Brian Clark, also known as Copy Blogger. And, um, and so we just have tons of speakers, the, those two keynotes I'm very excited about. And, and then just we'll have thousands of people there to, to meet with and do business. Well, while you're out here, Sean, do you, have, do you have time to actually enjoy Las Vegas at all, or are you just burning the candle from the time you get here until the time you leave? Yeah, I was actually just thinking about that the other day, and I, I think this will be my 10th time to Vegas, and I've never been there for leisure. I, I go there and, and have some nice dinners, but typically I've never actually done anything touristy or relaxing at all. You know, well, well um, you know, make sure you relax a little bit and, and, uh, and, and let, us, let us take care of you while, while you're out here so you can have some fun. You mentioned that you're doing this uh, nonstop from the time you get out here. Do you actually take the time to write those blogs as well, even during the show? Yeah, the one thing I typically do then is that I, I'll pre-write some and just have them auto-posting while I'm on the road. And then also some of the content that I have while I'm on site at the show is at the end of the night after all the parties and everything, I'll go and do a recap for that day and just download my pictures and pop them up there. And just So that gives me content for the days the show's going on. Now but tell us uh, anything that you can remember, any funny stories of, of things that have happened uh, at, the, at the Affiliate Summit in the years past. Ooh, put me on pressure here. A lot of the funnier things probably aren't street legal for, for the show here. <laughs> yeah, that's why we ask it, man. <laughs> um, I don't know. The, the stories that I think people would really enjoy, I don't think I can share. I think a lot of people would be pissed off at me. Oh, and, and I tell you, we we at xy7.com, we've got we've got stories as well. Some of which we probably probably shared with you as well. So <laughs> anyway, I thank you so much. We have uh, with us Sean Collins uh, uh, again, reminding you of the affiliate summit here in Las Vegas, January seventeenth to the nineteenth. Sean, I really enjoyed talking with you. Really, a great addition to the show. Like to see if maybe you might come back and, and join us again at another time. Sure, thanks for having me on. Hopefully you can tell what I'm saying because I'm all whacked out on antibiotics from a, a cold and that combined with my Jersey accent makes a mess here. Oh, no, it makes you sound dignified, man. Thank you so much and give us the best to your family and your friends as well. Great, thank you. Take care. Okay, take care. Um, while we're waiting for Mark Phillips to check in, um, um, go ahead and uh, let's bring back the doctor. Doctor, I know I just heard you snap on those rubber gloves. I think you want to get internal with a couple of things here. Let's have it. <laughs> well, John, just just in closing uh, with the shows, um, guys, if you're not going to the affiliate marketing related shows, ad techs, the affiliate convention and affiliate summit, uh, you're really hurting yourself. I have made millions of dollars just from going to these shows, meeting people and striking up deals. And they're so much fun. So if you're, even if you're new to the industry, Come to the shows, talk to some experts. I'm usually there walking the floor. If you can find me, I'll help you fix your campaigns or make them good. And on that note, um, you know, I, I had a question come in about subject lines and how much information you really want to pack into them. And I can tell you right now from our testing analytics, you're probably not going to want to use subject lines that are, that are any more than 40 to 50 characters. The shorter, the better. Um, simple sales principles apply to your email creatives and the subject lines. And, and one of my favorite is KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. The simpler your message, the more easy it is for someone to understand, the more likely they're going to be to, to click it and, and potentially sign up. If you're giving someone relevant information, 
and you're you're getting your message across in in a short manner when they're perusing their subject lines they're they're going to have a much higher probability of going to your email of course you're going to want to be creative and make it stand out and that's where testing comes in but if you look at the clients a lot of the subject lines get clicked clipped off into a dot 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 if they're too long you know if your subject line is we have the most amazing product in the world you need to check out the super duper and then it gets cut off someone's gonna ignore your email but if it's if it's simple uh... and and catching and short they're really going to see it and uh... they're going to be able to decide right then whether they're interested and that's exactly what you want hey good stuff man good stuff thank you so much for Searching that cavity of information for us as well. It gives me great pleasure now to uh, welcome to the show the CEO and founder of Search, for, uh, Search Forecast. And he also is going to be talking about the content revenue strategies event that's taking place at Antec. It gives me great pleasure to welcome to our show uh, Mark Phyllis. Mark, so nice to have you with us. Welcome. Hey, big shout out. Hi, John. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I, I, I know there's an accent there. Phyllis, I know where it comes from. Uh, I'm Australian. Absolutely fabulous, man! I bet you you could you could probably tell some great offline stories. I look forward to catching up with you at uh, at AdTech. But the one thing that uh, sometimes we don't do enough is we don't kind of dwell down to some of the some of the things that take place at these at these shows. And I was really intrigued um, uh, by the content revenue strategies because you've got. That's some phenomenal keynote speakers that are going to be um, at that event. Talk a little bit about it and uh, and why it is that you that why it is that you have that portion of the event at AdTech this year. Well, thank you very much. Um, we have uh, an event that really circles around AdSense and contextual advertising. You know, Google's created one um, one heck of a uh, an ecosystem. One in every three dollars that Google makes comes from, you know, AdSense. So you'll see these ads by Google appearing on millions of websites. So the Content Revenue Strategy Show is all for the publishers um, to meet, to greet, to learn, to share, to, uh, to network, and to learn the, the latest tips and insights on you know, how to make more money. So if you're a publisher out there and you want to, um, listen to you know ten speakers from Google AdSense team talk. Uh, come along. Um, you know we also touch on some of the the advertising technologies, optimization technologies. Um, you know how uh, small publishers, medium publishers can can drive you know greater yields from from um, you know their traffic. So that's what the show is about. Um, you know we're pretty proud, John, because. You know, we started off running mixes around the Bay Area, and uh, we teamed up with AdTech in April this year, ran our first event. This is our second big event, and, you know, we're sponsored by Google and AOL. In fact, if you register to the event, AOL is going to give $250 of uh, a coupon free, which pretty much offsets the cost of the $450, which is cheap anyway, which is how we like it. Because we want to provide a venue for, you know, the smallest publishers to come and share their ideas and meet and hopefully strike a deal. Well, I think so. This is uh, we're actually going to uh, be broadcasting from the floor of uh, of AdTech on a Wednesday show. Uh, Mark, I'd like to see about continuing this conversation as we bring, if uh, if we can possibly even get uh, some of the keynote speakers to come over and do a quick interview, but we really want to emphasize how important it is to be at this, uh, at the content revenue, right? It's, it basically turns out to be free and you can't beat a better investment than that. And uh, and again, like I said, uh, I think it's it's an excellent opportunity for people, even if they don't do anything else, to go to well, go I to that show. How long have you been doing uh, the uh, content like, revenue strategies know, I got, event? I got pretty frustrated sitting around conferences, listening to people talk theory. You know, we're practitioners and, you know, people want to sit in an audience and they want to hear speakers talk about tactics and tips that they can in deploy like when they leave the room and when they get back to the office so you know as the person who programs the speakers I make it fairly um, clear that I want the speakers to provide like practical tips you know not 50,000 lost 50,000 foot lofty ideas about what could or may happen but you know share with publishers publisher tips and 
if you're an advertiser looking to do more targeting across the content network of Google or other networks, how you can target better. So, you know, our motto is to provide the audience with really practical tips and insights. Um, and so, it, you know, we're, we're proud of the fact that we've got such a stellar lineup of people. Um, you know, as I said, I think the big draw for a lot of publishers is they get to hear, listen, ask questions and meet um, a bunch of people from Google's AdSense team. You know, we've also got speakers from from uh, eBay. We've got three speakers from AOL um, on their sponsored listings and advertising.com side. Um, and we've also got, you know, sessions that are focused on if you're a mobile, if you want to make money out of mobile, how do you? Um, you know, if you've got video content and you want to monetize that, what are the latest strategies? And also, you know, how... You know, basically, how do I monetize my traffic more effectively using ad exchanges, um, yield optimization software, as well as sort of ad networks? Um, I've got also on the phone uh, Hank Burgoyne of Cronenberger Burgoyne. They're our internet law firm out of San Francisco. Um, anything that uh, that the legal industry could glean uh, out of attending this event? And this, we're ta- I'm sorry, somebody come in my office for a moment. We're talking about, uh, about uh, ad tech? Yeah, we're talking about specifically content revenue strategies, and I, asked, I let Mark know that you were on, on, the, on the show listening in, and I just asked him if there was anything that would be appealing to the legal industry. I would say, you know, the primary thing I think that, that appeals, you know, from the legal perspective in, in all these shows is I don't think what people tend to expect. I, you know, we as, as lawyers, I think we're doing our best job uh, working for and with our clients when we're spending as little time talking about the law as possible and as much time talking about uh, their businesses and the industries that they're in. The, you know, so I think the value always to attorneys of getting out and talking with folks is to understand how those little ways in which the world is always changing around us and what that speaks to, you know, those issues that are going to come down the pike and then we can go back to our desks and do the, you know, do the sort of the school work to figure out how that slots into a legal framework. Um, and I think as far as, you know, folks that we might meet at shows like that, I think the, you know, the best service we can provide to them, uh, you know, even on the spot in talking, is to help us give our reactions to the environment that they're working in and to the particular business problems they have. And, you know, in, this is a, it's, it's an industry of folks who understand risk-reward better than most attorneys. So I think the best thing we can do is to try to have, you know, very honest, upfront risk-reward con- conversations with you folks, you folks being the, you know, the real experts in what works. Well, good. I appreciate that. Uh, Hank, I want you to stick around a little bit. I've got some stuff on the back side of our third segment. We're talking with Mark Phillips, and uh, he, we're talking about the Content Revenue Strategies event at AdTech. Mark, go ahead, and as we lead into this last commercial, tell people uh, where it is, when it is, and how they can get involved. Yeah, it's held on November 5, which is Thursday, um, next week at the Javits Center in New York on the west side. Um, it starts at 9 a.m., uh, the registration opens at uh, at 8 a.m. So you can buy a ticket online at crsconference.com. Um, if uh, if you're feeling in the mood, uh, send me an email um, at mark m a r c dot phillips p h i l l i p s at searchforecast.com, and um, I'll shoot you back a a, a discount code um, and. Yeah, it's a one-day event. There are two tracks, um, nine till six. We have over 50 speakers, Reebok, Cars.com, YouTube, Google, AOL, Wall Street Journal, CNN. Uh, it's a star-studded lineup, and it's all about making money. So, um, you know, I look forward to seeing you all. Well, good. Thank you so much again. We're talking with Mark Phillips, and he is the CEO and founder of Search Forecast. Uh, we're going to catch up with Mark and his gang uh, on the floor of AdTech and talk a little bit more about the content revenue strategies at AdTech. So we want to make sure that you get involved with that. And, and if you didn't quite hear that, get in touch with Mark. He will also send you a discount code. If for whatever reason you've missed that, uh, just go ahead and shoot me an email here. 
at Inbox Radio, and we'll get that information to you. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to go to Kevin's Corner, where we're going to talk a little bit about some uh, some interesting additions to Spam House and industry changes that really could prove to be murder on some mailers. And that's all and more in the next edition of Kevin's Corner, which will come back come up right after this very short pause. So, Brad Scott, I'm going to toss it to you. We'll take a few minutes to pay some bills, and we'll be right back right after this. Stick around, all of you. Time to flood some more inboxes. Inbox will return after this. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers xy7 elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements think you've got what it takes to be elite go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000 702-216-4000 this is a test of the pr web content and news delivery system from pr web and prwebauthor.com if this was a real release date your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists 200 150,000 RSS subscribers and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR Web release date, your website would have so much traffic you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. I'm Brian Eisenberg and I approve this message. Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the Ecom Experts. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey, and uh, welcome back, of course, uh, to another segment of Inbox Radio. I'm the big fabu, John Fondi. And this is the time of our show when we actually kind of move a little bit down the street and kind of pull up a chair inside Kevin's Corner. So um, uh, the Click Father, who is the author of uh, Kevin's Corner, with us. Uh, anyway, what do you think of the show so far? Uh, it's been great. It's been absolutely wonderful. Um, I only have about 10 minutes, though, John, because I've got a get on this flight back from uh, this conference. It was an amazing conference, Stady 20, um, and I'm looking forward to ad tech as well. Um, speaking of ad tech, really quickly, we're going to be at booth uh, 1738 at the Javits. That's 1738. And, of course, don't miss our no bull party, which is uh, the night previous, Tuesday. Oh, I always get this wrong. November 2nd, right, John? That is correct, yes. You did get it correct. That is correct. Cool. Uh, doors open at 9 p.m., bikini bull riding. Uh, Webmaster Radio oh, will be uh, nice. broadcasting live, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So, Dan Brasco, uh, you were with us you, uh, last year. We, it was really, it was really quite an event. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, and I'm waiting to go and do it again and uh, do even more of what we did last year. Well, the, the beverages are flowing, the fun is flowing, the, the women aren't wearing a whole lot, and we got one badass bull that's trying to throw them off, and uh, it's, it's going to be, yet again, this will definitely, I've seen some pictures of the models that are coming, Kev, and oh my gosh, this is going to be one of the best ever. Oh, it is, and, and hopefully we'll get you a, a wireless mic this time too, John, so you don't get uh, choked every time you, you try to the floor. But uh, but anyway, um, I want to go ahead and move into into Kevin's corner a little bit now. And and what I'm understanding is there there is some 
some ginormous threats that are taking place out there that could potentially threaten, you know, emailers all over the country. And, uh, and Kevin, one of the things that you bring on in Kevin's Corner is the research that you do that really helps everyone across the industry. Why don't you take that lead in and, and, uh, and tell us a little bit about what you've, what you've uncovered and what you've discovered. Sure, John. Well, there's a new uh, spam house, which everybody that's listening to the show, I'm sure, is very familiar with. Um, has a new tactic uh, it's reporting what they uh, what they feel is spam, and it's called CSS, which is uh, composite snowshoe. And basically, what they have uh, could also be a composite snow job, in my opinion. What they have um, done and what they are attempting to do, which um, which which I'll I'll get into more later, I think is is very flawed, is catch the mailers that are using a lot of different resources to mail a little bit of mail spread over many boxes. That's why they're calling it a snowshoe, saying that there's little bits coming from blanketing a whole area. Um, the, the big challenge with that, John, is that a lot of other mailers are getting caught up in it. Legitimate mailers are getting caught up with it. Um, and they're just blanketing and saying, hey, you know, you're on the CSS. Um, and I know you read a little bit about it as well, John. You and I met for breakfast this morning to go over it. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be a very major problem. Um, for, for mailers. Well, in, in looking at that that particular problem, the thing that I really saw that was uh, in working with the different ISPs is is uh, you potentially could really interrupt uh, you know a billion dollar industry here for something that's just really designed for somebody to make a little extra money. And I, I kind of I, I I take. I take cause with something like that, uh, particularly because it affects everybody more so. A few bad guys, everybody gets affected by it, and it doesn't seem like it's 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 worthwhile. Well, no, but you, you have to remember, you know, why why is spam house in, in business or in business to be a spam filtering uh, service? So they've got to make sure that they add value to their service as well. So it's their new value add, um, although I feel it's very very flawed. Um, the CSS listing itself, a couple of things. It, it to get on it. If if you happen to be on it, though, they seem like they've tracked all these different mailers and their their uh, where they come from and and even unassigned IP space. So if you get tagged on it, a you won't even know unless you're querying the database. And you know, I spoke to a couple of mailers that actually query the database every day now, the CSS database. Um, B, you've got these new error messages coming out. So it's one two seven dot zero dot zero dot three. Luckily, not many ISPs know what that is right now, but Hotmail and Yahoo are already returning mail. They do know what it is. Um, but let's say, you know, you, for instance, John, I know you've got 32,000 subscribers on your little newsletter list. Um, mm-hmm. If you're mailing that, you know, off, off Constant Contact or whatever service you're using, um, and you're getting these bounces, if you didn't know what they were, you would just think, oh, man, Yahoo's blocking my mail now. <laughs> but instead, you're actually you're getting blocked because Spam House has now said, hey, you're part of this group or part of this gang of spammers, which is probably, you know, inaccurate. Um, the good news is you automatically get off. Their site says three days. I've heard four to five days. Um, the challenge that I've heard from, from mailers is they have to take their boxes and their DNS offline. I mean, I know of somebody last week um, that, that actually um, is one of our affiliates that lost three boxes because once he got that CSS, all of a sudden his host said, oh, my gosh, you're on Spam House. Shut him down, shut his boxes down, and sure, he's been delisted, but it doesn't matter. Now he's got to reset everything back up. Um, so it, it's really, really a very large problem right now, and I, I don't know where it's going to end. I mean, I'd love to hear, uh, you know, Ben and Kelly's um, um, opinion on it and the same thing with Hanks um, and anybody else. I know at AdTech it's going to be a hot topic. I'd love to... Uh, have other people speak about it as well and see uh, you know what people feel a solution is because I mean at this point we don't we don't know what a solution is you know it's uh, it's very scary though anytime you bring regulation in with uh, with not really much thought except to make it look good you know and what the click father is saying is if you have uh, if you've got a dog in this fight stop by our booth at ad tech and let's have some dialogue with it and possibly even have some dialogue uh, on the next inbox radio show which we'll be doing live uh, from the Javits Center at uh, AdTech, um, and that'll be um, uh, next week. Yeah, and John, we may even want to ask Spam House if they want to come on the show as well and debate it. I would uh, would love for them to come on and, and uh, debate why they feel it's uh, it's, it's a, uh, a good system to use. Um, somebody did give me a list of uh, how to avoid the CSS and, and a later full uh, SBL, because if you... 
if you get a CSS, even though you may not know about it, and you continue to mail off those IPs, or if you don't take your DNS servers offline, supposedly you're then going to move right to an SPL. Um, so you have to really uh, be very active on this right now. But the list I have that I'm going to share with everybody, and I've already uh, it's up on the website now as well, um, are nine points, and these nine points are very important to uh, to avoid getting on the CSS. And this is what we've come up with so far. No guarantees, guys, because uh, this is ever changing. Number one, never use privacy who is on any domain you control. Th- those days are over. Putting a who is privacy control on is, is telling them that you're trying to hide something or trying to hide something. Just don't do it. Bad business practice. Uh, never use fishy-looking domain names. When we register our domain names, we make them business-sounding, relevant to the offer. A, it's going to exude customer confidence. They're going to say, oh, okay, I, I know what this offer is about or what have you. Um, and, and B, it's not going to uh, have anybody go up. They label it as spam. Uh, three, never use bogus addresses for your business. You know, people will say, oh, well, I'll just use a box down the street. You know, it's, nobody, nobody lives there anyway, um, especially in Nevada with, uh, you know, with, with foreclosures so high, there's a lot of empty homes. Um, number four, never use a mailbox, et cetera. Earth-class mail, I know a lot of mailers use. Don't use those. They've pretty much tracked them. They know that they're, they're UPS boxes um, Earth-class mail, and, uh, you know, they're going to they're gonna tag that again. You know, a lot of this, guys, is common sense, and it's even if you are 100% legitimate, if you do anything they feel is illegitimate, they're going to uh, label you as being a spammer. Um, number five, make sure your, your domains land somewhere on the landing page and have an unsubscribe option. Simple stuff, but I see so many mailers, they send out their mail, and what they do is they have, you know, greatdomains.com, and when you go to Great Domains, it has absolutely nothing. It's a blank page. Don't do that. Actually, put some content up there. Tell your subscribers what they have. Give them an unsubscribe feature, or even better, give them a way to give you their interest so they can resubscribe properly. Uh, very, very important point. Number six, make sure your Aaron.net who is reassignments are 100% valid and legitimate. Again, know your stuff, guys. Make sure that you're, and if you don't know it and you don't have a network admin that knows it, make sure the ISP you're using understands that point. Number seven, one-click removal. Very important, obviously, in this day and age. Don't say click reply to get removed. No manual removals. Make sure everything is in real time through your system. Uh, number eight, use everyone's susp- uh, suppression list. Very important. We, we at XY7 have a master suppression list, which is very large. It's got all the largest complainers out there. And in addition to that, we, we download some of the other large lists as well. Are you losing subscribers? Absolutely. But what you're also uh, losing are complainers. So it's always good to make sure that you, you, you scrub your list as best possible. Um, number nine, very important as well, watch all feedback loops and get your complainers out. Uh, register with abuse.net so you can get your complainers coming through there um, and then any, anything else. The other thing, John, that I wanted to mention is it uh, looks like we're working um, now to, uh, with Return Path to uh, get Sender Score certified, which will be very interesting. I'll let our listeners know what happens there. There's a $1,000 application process. We just did the application last night off one of our domains. Um, everything we're doing is legitimate. Everything we're doing is on the up and up, so we should be approved. Um, but I will let everybody know next week how that application is going. Um, and if I run into return path at the show as well, I will uh, talk to them and see how we're doing there. But uh, I'll definitely let everybody know how that's, uh, how that's working. And, John, that is about it for me. I've got a, a flight to cash to get back to beautiful lost wages for uh, two days before EdTech. Hey, well, that sounds great. Again, you've uh, been listening to this segment of Kevin's Corner, of course, hosted by the uh, Click Father, Kevin D. Vincenzi. And uh, we, we will have more um, about the CSS in the upcoming weeks and hopefully have some more dialogue from the legal side as well as from you, our listeners, as you meet us up in AdTech. Thanks again. Fly safe, Kev. Hey, that's great. Yeah, thanks again, Kevin. Hey, we appreciate everybody joining us on the show here. Um, uh, uh, One of the things I want to say is next week we're going to have a great show. Again, we're going to have Mark Phillips, the CEO and founder of Search Forest Forecast. He's going to be back with us talking about uh, content revenue strategies, the event that we're going to be having at AdTech. So for all of you, thank you so much for joining us here. I'm John Fondy, the big fabu. For all you guys that called in, uh, you know, Bennett and Hank and all you guys, thanks so much for doing the show. We'll see you guys. This will be the big fabu. We'll see you next week.